You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Smart Sex, Smart Love. We're talking about sex goes beyond the taboos and talking about love goes beyond the honeymoon. I'm Dr. Joe Court. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Court and welcome to Smart Sex, Smart Love. We're talking we're talking about sex goes beyond the taboo and talking about love goes beyond the honeymoon. Today's podcast title is Love Your Children But Hate Your Soon to Be Ex. Today I'm welcoming Jeanette Von Grabe, a psychotherapist, child-centered mediator and divorce coach who will talk about child-centered divorce mediation. How do you keep the child's best interest and well-being at the forefront of a bitter divorce battle? And how do couples create a collaborative parenting agreement in the midst of their own personal turmoil with each other? Jeanette is a licensed master's um, mental health counselor in private practice. She works with children, adolescents, and couples to help reduce high conflict in divorcing families. Jeanette is also um, offers anxiety reduction techniques, curriculum enhancement, and relationship developmental skills to special groups. Her experience in child development and mediation training provides her with an eclectic background to support individuals and couples in making educated and empowered decisions that emotionally protect their children and as, as they uncouple from the, being partners. And she's one of our therapists at the Center for Relationship and Sexual Health. So welcome, Jeanette. Thanks for having me, Joe. I'm so excited to be part of your progressive, unique platform for mental health. Well, that's great. Thank you. And you are progressive and unique yourself. So I would love the listeners to hear how you became interested in such a volatile field of therapy as child-centered divorce mediation. Oh, gosh, Joe, the children. You know, as a, as a therapist, um, I, you know, I often saw children, adolescents going through, their parents were going through a divorce. And these, you know, these parents they want to do the right thing. I truly believe that even in the mix of the worst conflict with each other, parents want what's best for their children. So, you know, they're sending them to therapy. Well, the children doesn't ha- the child doesn't have the autonomy to make choices. They're not hearing what I'm hearing. And as a therapist, I just, I, I, I felt helpless and I thought, I, I've got to reach the chill. I've got to reach these parents. I've right. got to find a way to help advocate for these children. And that's through the parents. I love that. That's so crucial. And I agree with you wholeheartedly that a lot of, I mean, I've been doing this 36 years and you see the parents throw the kid into therapy as if there's nothing, they have nothing to do with it. And you're saying, no, 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 it's the other way around. Absolutely. But how do you convince them of that? Well, That's, you know, well, that's a great question. You can't, you can't force anyone. So I guess my goal is to just by um, advertising and communicating and let parents know conflict is natural. Divorce is natural. It's not the divorce in and of itself that's, you, you know, so heartbreaking, you know, to the child. It's come in and learn some skills yourself. Let's collaborate so that you can go through this divorce with keeping your child at the forefront with enabling, you know, or empowering them and their, in their choices and their feelings along with your own to make the, the best new dynamic for your family. Yes. The new normal, right? The new normal. 
We have really good research now that show that, yes, uh, divorce disrupts the lives of children. But in, in two years, it generally takes two years and they have a new normal and they adjust and people, but they don't adjust very well if there's a high conflict between the two people. Would you agree with that? That's exactly true, Joe. And, you know, um, change and transition that's the natural part of life. And really, if we can just reframe this mindset of divorce, like you're saying, it's not the divorce, it's how mom and dad or mom and mom, it's how the parents react to each other. That's really the impact on the child. Yes. Makes total sense. How, what exactly is child-centered mediator and how do you differentiate it between what an attorney does? Okay, that's that's great. So kind of some some role defining here. A child-centered mediator, you know, I offer empathy, solution-focused strategies, and child education in order to help you understand your own values and your own choices, and then for you and your ex to come to a collaborative agreement in your child parenting plan. Okay. And you would do that different, like an attorney might do that. What would be like a a skill that you would like give somebody to do that? So kind of, so a difference between an attorney and this, an attorney is typically hired to fight for you, right? It's going to be me versus you. We're going to get them. I'm going to get you all you can. Well, Mm -hmm. child's intermediator is, first of all, I'm unbiased. I'm not, I, I, I represent both of you. And my job is to bring the two of you together with the best interest of your children. Now, I've got a therapy background, so I've got some, you know, child education background. I've got, I've been trained in solution-focused strategies. I've got, I have mediation training. So I'm really, kind, you know, collaborating um, all of these different skills and helping you with that. I am not a hired gun. I am not going to fight for you. In fact, in fact, when we come up with the parenting plan, it's not even my idea. It's yours. It's mm. what it's what I'm going to empower you to to make the best decisions for your new lives with the interest of the child. I love what you just said. It's not just child centered. It's family centered. Yes. Yes. It's it, it's in the end, we're going to have a collaborative parenting agreement decided by you, not me. Not a judge, not a lawyer, not the courts. It's decided by you. And the difference between me and a lawyer, because you're right, lots of lawyers can mediate. The difference is, is, is the underpinning of where I come from. I come from a collaborative base, not I'm going to fight for you, me versus you. Because unlike splitting the boat in the house and the monetary position, this is a child. They are a human they're not an object to be split and this right. is ongoing and forever. You're their parents forever. So you, you got to get it together. You're going to be making decisions for them for the rest of your life. So I know you do this by devising a parenting agreement. Can you talk about what that is and why would couples need one? Oh, sure. So um, the, the parenting will have like the child support, medical insurance, things like that. But it's also very important that we understand how we're devising holidays, you know, assurance of time with grandparents, uh, uh, problem resolution around the children, 
you know, something should come up. Um, with, what if one of us should remarry? You know, how do we introduce significant others to the children? Mm. You know, any type of concerns, health, education, um, activities. They, they made a, you know, we had this plan when they were younger, but guess what? Now they're playing sports and, and it looks different. You know, one parent moves. So things like that, that, that evolve, that are ongoing, and that we have to decide together and aren't black and white. How do you get an unwilling spouse to see a mediator? Oh, I get that one a lot. <laughs> and, you know, you can't make somebody come. But the, but the beauty is it doesn't, you both don't need to be there. It only takes one person to evolve and to change and you change the system. Mm-hmm. They have to change because you're changing. I like that. And I think it's an important message to the parent. Let's say there's an unwilling spouse and a more difficult spouse. And there's the other parent so easily could give up and say, this is too hard. I can't do this. I just, they collapse. And you're saying, stay strong. It can still be, you can still affect change by with doing it with one parent. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we're responsible for ourselves and our own actions. And if you're doing the work and if you're putting your child in the forefront and you're choosing to not engage in my ex's toxic manipulation because, hey, I've learned and I want my child first, you you win. That's the ultimate winning. I refuse to go into this toxic battle. I choose to put my child first. I just love that. And the other piece that people don't understand, and I started to see early on, I worked with kids in the beginning of my career. I actually stopped, not because I hate working with kids or or adolescents even. It's the parents that wouldn't be on board and would interfere with the work. So it became too difficult and uh, upsetting to me. But I do know that kids will step in to and be parentified to make things better if the parents don't. So what you're doing is uh, preventing that. Absolutely. We're the adults. We take care of them, not the other way around. I love that. And parents need to hear that repeatedly sometimes. And, you know, Joe, it's not about blaming parents. I think, you know, this is a time, conflict is inevitable, right? Conflict's natural. We're not talking about that. It's, you know, it's the game playing and the manipulation. And so often we're hurt. You know, we're hurt. This spouse ended up not being what they promised. They, they, they cheated on me. They, they duped me and I'm angry and I'm mad. Even the most well-intended parent gets lost. We're human. Everyone's human. So it's just redirecting you. It's, it's, it's re it's rechanneling and directing that anger off of the spouse and into a healthier plan for the child. Okay. I like that a lot. And what if they've been divorced for a while and they continue to struggle? The struggle doesn't go away with the parenting agreements. Should they seek counseling again? Um, So a couple of things there. Absolutely. Um, This can be a process. So say, say you you went through the divorce process, you're hearing this and you said, "Uh Oh, I never even heard of a child center mediator. We didn't even do this. We, We did the typical, we each got a lawyer, we fought, but we find ourselves in this position. Every time there's something new with the kids or they have a new friend, we're right back to where we started. It's Mm -hmm. me versus him. It's never too late. Come, come, come to mediation now. Because the beauty of this is it's not, like we said, it's, it's different. And it offers more than just that typical me versus you lawyer style in that you're actually going to obtain skills, how to work with this person. And I'm going to help you understand the need 
underneath the conflict. And once we can start understanding how to negotiate for ourselves, and this isn't getting back together, this isn't therapy. I'm not saying, oh, wow, kumbaya, it's not therapy, but it's how do I work with you? That's a good distinction because I'll bet people get confused and then maybe get turned off if they think it's therapy. And that's what it is, is it's its own niche and why I'm so passionate and I feel it needs to be brought out is, you know, we, we, we know of th- typical, we you know, of therapy, we know of divorce lawyers, we know, you know, we've heard the word mediation lawyers do it, but, but what does somebody with a psychotherapy, you know, child development background doing with, with um, mediation? And that's where I come in is I'm teaching you and empowering you how to collaborate with each other. And, and actually it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and you won't, hopefully you never even need to hire anybody again in the future because you know how to handle each other. You know how to get to the conflict and get, or solve the conflict and get out. So, so how, how what would be the first couple of sessions? What would they look like? What do you do? Well, you know, that's great. I can't, I like to start off with, you know, if you can, how do you want your child to describe you in 20 years? Mm. Oh my God. Wait, I love that. Say it mm. again. <laughs> um, you know, I look at both the parents and I yeah. say, how do you want your children to describe you or your relationship with them in 20 years? Mm. You know, I love this. You know, I don't know if you know, do you know Terrence Real? He's a longtime uh, therapist. He's written, published many books. He's a relationship therapist. No. Terrence Real. And he, in his trainings, he says, when he works with couples, he asks them to bring pictures of the children that he puts off to the side between the couple on a table and says, I want you to behave toward each other the way you want your kids to see you behave with, uh-huh. with each other. And it's kind of oh. like what you just said. That is, that's so powerful though. I like that addition. I might, ha- I might have to uh, borrow that. Do it. He, I'm sure he'd yeah. love it. So then what you, and, 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 you know, and, and exactly. I, we lose focus. I truly believe that um, people are good. We lose focus and that's the difference is rather than, can, you know, sometimes like when we go straight to the lawyer, straight, straight to divorce, we actually kind of, um, increase the conflict and that entitlement and, you know, in that fight where this is the tone is set with a mediator. You know, I'm not here to fight for you. I represent you both. And they actually say, you know, it's kind of the metaphor I like to say is we, we behave differently on church and Sunday than we did Saturday night. And, and the mediator just kind of sets that tone and you'll actually see parents kind of you know, drop the boxing gloves and kind of relax. And when they realize that's not what my job is and that's not what we're going to do here. Mm. Now, let me ask you, do you see the kids too, or just the parents? You know, um, sometimes if it's not, not always depending on the age. Um, but sometimes, sometimes I will meet with the, um, with the child to kind of get their perspective. Um, and if like, we're kind of needing that, piece to kind of thread if we can't really get to an understanding. Okay. Cause I would think that would be powerful, right? If you brought it, you saw the kid and they could tell you their struggle if they were willing to, and then to, to alert the parents that, Hey, as you're going through this, so here's what's working. Here's what's not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here was your child's words. This is what they're feeling and they're experiencing. Yes. 
So what would be the advice to divorcing parents that may help ensure their children don't become part of the sinking ship? Oh, seek mediation. It's never too late. Remember, your child matters. Your child's first. And what if the parents are saying, I can't even stand to be in the same room with them. I'm not doing that. I'll come to you, but not in the same room. What do you do? And that's fine. I can meet with you each separately. And that's very common. That's fine. I hate your gut so bad. I won't even, this doesn't sound like for me. That's fine. We can have two individual sessions and I can, you know, and I can collaborate. I can bring, bring it in. I can work both sides individually. That's fine. I just love this because really you keep saying over and over again, you're, you're not doing this for you necessarily. You're not doing this for your ex. You're doing it for the children. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's talked about enough in our field. I mean, you know, we, we address it, but we don't say it. We don't stress it. You really, ever since I met you in the first interview, when before you were even hired, I loved this about you is that you stress child centered. Yes. And, you know, and part of this, not only my, you know, my background is child development. I went into therapy. I'm a mother myself. Now I, I am married for 16 years, but I am not without fault of conflict and, you know, in the fighting in the home. And it was really part of my, my personal journey too, where I could just see if I don't grow up, you know, I'm affecting my child. You know, I, I can see the anxiety in them when we fight and I better grow up and start taking responsibility. Yeah. And that's the problem, isn't it? A lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And, and same thing. I had good intentions. I'm educated. I'm the one with the, these children. So I must be right. You know, my husband, what does he know? I'm right. And it's like, oh, ho, ho. if the child sees you fighting and you're going at each other's throat, you're both losing. I don't care what your credentials are or aren't. When your child is filled in an anxiety-filled, toxic house, whether you're married or divorced, you're, everyone loses. I think people that even aren't legally married but have been in relationship with children um, could benefit from this, too. It doesn't mean it's just for marriages, right? That's that's a great point, too. Sure. Even if it's not like at the end, we're, we're necessarily looking for this tangible you know, parenting agreement because we're, you know, we're, we're staying cohibited under the same roof. Absolutely. To right. just, just some education to realize how your words are hurting your child. Right. And, and that's another thing is, you, you know, unintentionally we're, we're, we're putting that child in the middle and we're asking them to choose. And I think another really important point that needs to be made is that research shows that when we our, ch- our child is made up of 50% us and 50% spouse. And when you put down their other parent, the child actually internalizes that as you're putting them down. Because you're really putting the child down too, since they're 50% of that. Yes. Yes. That's yes. really important. I think people forget to forget that. Mm-hmm. They, they do. They, you, you get so caught up in being right, being the one that was hurt and you forget That's your mess, not your kids. Yeah. And people also forget how much burden they put on a child um, by talking to about the other parent to the child. Um, And I know that because as a kid, my parents divorced when I was three. So my entire uh, childhood was my mother talking bad about my father, my father talking bad about my mother, my grandmother talking bad about my father. And it was it, it makes you have to choose sides or have tension and not show allegiances. I mean, it's more work for a child than they should have to have. That is so true. And another point I'd like to add to that is 
your child's too young to quite understand the depth of that concept, you know, the depth of the concept and to understand maybe even how you're scrutinizing them. But what you are teaching them is to gossip and scrutinize and judge. And those skills are are, are now being um, imprinted in them. And I, mm. they say, I promise you, that will turn around and bite you in the butt because you they will turn around and scrutinize you. What kind of support and resources do you offer couples who say, you know, I have nobody to talk to. I'm coming to you. That's great. And then, yeah, I have a therapist, but I don't have any other resources. Um, I'm, so you're saying that they don't know how to get started with this process? Well, they might say, okay, I'm coming to you and this is really helpful, but I want to talk to other parents and how to, you know, is there other support groups they could go to? Oh, sure. Um, the, with the need, that's, that's, that's great because absolutely we want to normalize. I promise you, you're probably not the only one going through a better divorce who's confused and doesn't know where to start. Absolutely. We, um, also, you know, through the center, we, if there's a need for it, we absolutely can start, um, some, some groups, some group therapies, um, with other like divorcing parents. Yeah. I think that we might, we, should, we and I should talk about that, like some intros and maybe even some ongoing groups for these parents. Cause I know they, they get some through the courts, like my sister divorced her husband and there was some court support, but it really wasn't support. It was like just checking a list off and having to do something. They really didn't offer them anything different. You have a lot to offer. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I'm passionate about it. I, I believe, I really believe in this direction um, with this. And the other thing too is um, a support group that'd be a little bit different than mediation, but that's where I think um, some parents could find some comfort in that too, is that's where you could d- d- uh, dive in a little bit deeper with your, you know, how this came about and some of your, you know, your issues and things like that versus mediation you know, absolutely. I'm empathizing with your feelings, but we are kind of sticking to a plan. That makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. So right. That's kind of the difference there, but you know, again, a little bit different between therapy and mediation. Right. And then, and another thing that I do want to make clear too is um, also the child center mediator is also not a, um, is also not a coordinator, child coordinator or supporter. Those are typically hired by the courts to assess child abuse. It should be made clear. Mediator's not going to speak in court for you. So everything that you, that you say, you know, is confidential just between you and your, between me and the lawyers, I won't testify in court for you. That's, 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 really that's a different thing. Yeah. That's good to know. So it's safe. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And if, and if there is some type of, you know, underlying severe child abuse or, or something like that going on, then we have a different thing and that's we're, we're not ready to mediate. And then I would allocate that point you in the right direction and different people would step in at that point. That's helpful clarification. And I like the earlier one when you said it's it really mediation is about the present and the future. You're developing a vision. It's not really focusing on the past or what happened in the marriage. Yes, that is a huge distinction between between that and therapy. And it's kind of like, I kind of say it's like in the middle, right? If we got the lawyer on one side, you know, who's got the plan. And then we've got the therapist on the bit on the other side, who's really wanting to understand the patterns and where this came from I'm kind of in the middle, we're going to come out with a plan, but it's going to be on your terms and I'm going to listen. Okay. But we're not going to dive into the past. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to say that we didn't mention that you want to just have the listeners here in your final words? 
you know, I also want, I also want to, to also just kind of add that this really, I really hope that people, more people consider this child-centered um, mediation because it really does, A, put the child's well-being at the forefront. Two, it minimizes cost. I'm a shared resource. Um, it's been proven that it helps the entire divorce process move quicker and smoother. Every time, every hour spent with me is an hour less with two attorneys. You know, I help you move off the conflict into the solutions. And ultimately, this is your, you come out with a parenting agreement decided by you. Thank you so much, Jeanette. So as listeners uh, should know that Jeanette works with us, uh, the Center for Relationship and Sexual Health in Royal Oak, Michigan. She, uh, her webpage is on our site, www.crsh.com. She's also got a Psychology Today page where you could learn more about her. And um, she can be reached at our center at 248-399-7447. Thank you so much, Jeanette, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Joe. It was a pleasure. Oh, yeah, definitely. And to those of you that liked the show today and our current listeners or new listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. And please feel free to feel free to rate me online. And you can also follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and even LinkedIn at Dr. Joe Court, D-R-J-O-E-K-O-R-T. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Smart Sex, Smart Love. I'm Dr. Joe Court, and you can find me on joecourt.com. That's J-O-E-K-O-R-T.com. See you next time.